The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Driver, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez, And today we are back to bring you the DFS episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast for the Federation Auto Parts 400 at the Richmond Raceway. Another short track, another track configuration that is different than the last one we raced on and will be different than the one we race on next week. Cody, it's just a series of all sorts of wrenches being thrown at these drivers. We've seen some fantastic racing even last week. Uh, we talked all about it in our previous two shows, so make sure you go back and, and listen to those. But we're here today to talk DFS, buddy. This is this is your wheelhouse, man. This is what you love to do. I love me some DFS. Love, love me some fantasy NASCAR. Uh, and again, you know, these plays, yeah, we're, we're kind of focusing on DFS, obviously, but you can use a lot of these drivers, and I do, week in and week out, in all your fantasy games. There's so many different kinds and styles of fantasy NASCAR out there. I play in a lot of them, <laughs> and I've discovered more that I'm going to play in next year. But uh, yeah, so again, you, you can use these, these tips and, and tricks for not just DFS, although that is fun. And of course, we have our weekly game that I usually... You know, beat beat the Gindy five hundred in, but uh, <laughs> shots fired but, early uh, today. Early today, I love it. Yep, uh, he was getting on my nerves in some of those best ball drafts we were doing with Kramer. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm I'm taking shots at him early. Oh, it's nice because I have the microphone and he can't say anything. So. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> uh, that, I want that wedding singer gift, and I've got the microphone, and you will listen to every word that comes out of my mouth. Exactly. Uh, well, folks. Man, but uh, how about the news cycle? It just never stops in NASCAR. What, Dude, we say this every time we get on, every time we have a podcast or something new to talk about. Yeah, and you dropped a big bomb, and Petty dropped a big bomb that they are bringing a new driver into the 42 car. Man, Cody, who is the 42 driver now? That's right. Well, they announced a couple weeks ago Ty Dillon would be out at the end of the year, so we knew the ride was vacated. It's a Chevy team. Noah Gragson, driver of the number nine in the Xfinity Series for Junior Motorsports, going to be sliding up into that. Multi-year deal for him, so that that's pretty awesome. They haven't announced any sponsorship or anything with it yet, but I would imagine that he's got some stuff in the works there, and, and that team does as well. So it's, uh, you know... Uh, He's fully deserving of it. He, he's been a, one of the best Xfinity Series drivers. He's got a legit shot to win the title this year in Xfinity if Ty Gibbs doesn't steal it from him. 
but uh <laughs> but he, he definitely deserves to move up he's run quite a few cup series races this year in the the college car and, and has done really well in them uh with getting very solid finishes good runs so it'll be good to see him take that next step and then welcome to the big time you know and uh you know he's he's a big fan fan favorite one of those guys that that can be uh, controversial a little bit, like a Kyle Busch or a Ross Chastain. He's a he's a personality in the sport. He's got the mullet, the glasses, all the fun stuff. So I'm excited to see him up in the Cup Series, and I think that that is a solid team. They're not one of the top tier teams, obviously, but again, with this newer car and with things being more more parity and whatnot, we've seen Eric Jones have some really good runs in that car. I think having two good drivers in those two cars, I love Ty Dillon, but. I don't think his talent is quite at the level uh, of a Jones or of a, a Gregson. So it's going to be good to see him in that car. I'm definitely excited for it. And that's the thing, too. He is taking a step up from what he's driving right now in that 16 car. Like, I mean, the 42 versus the 16. And it's not that the 16 is a bad car, obviously. A.J. Allmendinger can drive the hell out of it when he gets in it. Gregson can do the same. So, I mean, the driver level's there. But, like, the equipment that he's going to be in now is a little bit more... Uh, and, and just being full time compared to part time and sharing a ride, uh, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that too. His old crew chief is on the 43 car. Um, I don't know that I would move him off of that car because he's done a great job there. But somebody already in house that that knows him knows how he likes things and stuff like that. That even if he's not his specific crew chief, will be on the team and part of it and can help relate all that. They have had a lot of success together, so I think it's a good move all around for for both driver and team. Yep, and this one's not a 2024 announcement. This one's going to happen next yes. season. <laughs> Actually, yes, this is normal news. This is this is the time of year where you really start finding out. And there's really not a ton. I mean, Kyle Busch obviously is is the major player in this, and that's the big domino yet to fall. Thanks, Tony Stewart, for that tease. But uh, but uh, there's not the next season. Still, season season's going to be crazy. There's a lot of free agents, a lot of guys that are probably going to be retiring or very close to. And a lot of moving and shaking next year. Silly season is going to be even more exciting. And this one's already been pretty exciting. So uh, crazy times. But uh, yeah. And then there's already rumors Carson Hosevar uh, is the top candidate to replace Gregson in that number nine junior motorsports car. I would freaking love to see that. Again, that's one of the best cars in the series. That car specifically. I mean, William Byron drove it to championship. Chase Elliott drove it to a championship. Uh, there's been a lot of good good guys that have gone through that program and that car specifically. Um, the seven cars seen seen guys as well with uh, Tyler Reddick winning a championship in that. But but that's a good car and, and a great springboard to get to the Cup Series. So I would love to see Josevar get that ride. I hope that's the case. Obviously, that's not been officially announced yet, but that is is the rumors going around that he's at least the leading candidate for that spot. And then, of course, Jimmy Johnson comes back out of retirement next season and, you know, drives the 48. I did see some stuff this morning. There was, uh, you know, maybe maybe this is Jimmy Johnson coming back. But, uh, ah, no. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Not to Stuart Haas, no. Uh, uh, all right. One, one other piece of news, too. Uh, Kurt Busch is going to oh, miss again this yes. week. Ty Gibbs will be back in the 45 car, which if you've not seen the paint scheme for that car, it is uh, based off of one of the Jordan shoes. I, I can't remember which one it is, but. It is definitely look it up. It's a freaking sweet looking car. It's the Jordan brand uh, car, like Kurt Busch kind of drove at uh, at uh, oh there yeah from the Air Jordan Eleven, the Concord inspired paint scheme. So it's black and white with the Jumpman on it. 
It's got the monster, the McDonald's and all that, but it's a freaking sharp looking car. It, it looks really nice. So toss that um, in yeah. the toss that in the Discord. Put that tweet in the Discord. Yes, I will do that right now. That so, way yeah, everybody if you're knows. In the Discord, you can uh, you can see that. Sweet. Uh, well, we're turning our attention this week to the Richmond Raceway, a place where we've already been this season. We can't say that, so we're now saying that that we're going back to a track that these drivers have been on and now they know. So they have some film on themselves driving this, and uh, they know what to expect. And, yeah, it's 400 laps around this three-quarter of a mile track at Richmond Raceway. We talked about what happened last in the in the spring in the Toyota, to Toyota owner. See, I still can't say it. It's been how many months, and I still can't say Toyota owners, 400, <laughs> where the Toyotas actually stole the show for the most part. Uh, Toyota won, and that was Denny Hamlin's first win of the season. Kevin Harvick hot on his heels afterwards. William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell uh, rounded out the top six, as it were. Ryan Blaney led the most laps, 128 of them, and came in seventh after sitting on the pole. But again, I mean, we watched the Toyotas drive strong all day long and basically look like they were going to win this race. And uh, yes, a Toyota did end up winning the race. We talked about the trends as far as uh, who was doing what on this track, and Toyota basically is stealing the show with a couple of Ford and Chevrolet in the last few seasons. Um, Denny Hamlin last year, like we said, Martin Truex the year before, uh, Alex Bowman in the spring of that year, Brad Kozowski, Martin Truex again, Martin Truex again, Kyle Busch a couple of times, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, and Denny Hamlin again. So again, you can, you're kind of hearing the same names almost over and over on this track. You heard another one <laughs> earlier in the spring. So a lot of our DFS picks are going to be kind of centric around that. Go back listening to the gambling uh, part of it. Uh, same same scenarios are playing out in that as well. But we're also riding a little bit of the, the momentum of, of what happened last week, really, and just an outstanding race. Kevin Harvick won. We were super excited about that. So uh, the stage is set now for a, a short track extravaganza as we head into the playoffs. Only need one more driver to start make to win to make things really interesting in the playoff race. So as we always do, Cody, we're going to break down the high-priced, mid-tier, and value drivers for everybody. So, uh, I mean, like I said, we should probably get on rolling and break some players down, break some drivers down for these guys. Um, who's your first high-priced driver? Let's jump into it. Uh, had a little bit of debate here. So Kyle Busch is top of the board. He's 11,400. Denny Hamlin is second, 11,100. I am going to play Denny Hamlin in a lot of DFS this week and in a lot of fantasy. Again, I've not been a fan of his much, but he's going to be good here. I did decide to go with Kyle Busch. He's my pick to win this race. I'm just going to dive all into it. There is also, uh, again, if you're into the, the whole storyline thing, uh, there's a whole thing back in, in May that happened where this grandma, they call her Gigi, um, had like a Mother's Day wish to see Kyle Bush race and stuff. So like he sent her a video for Mother's Day and basically gave her tickets and stuff to attend this race because it's closest to her. So this 80, what is she? Uh, it doesn't say, but she's like 85-year-old woman or whatever. Gigi is going to be in attendance for the race. So it's a story that's probably going to be covered on TV. We've seen how many times these storylines play into the race. So that's an addition to everything. But I mean, I talked about Kyle Busch uh, on the betting show. Obviously he's one of my picks to win. I really like him this weekend. Uh, six wins at this track, 13 top 25s here. He's been good um, 
at this track. Toyota's been good at this track. And he's had a lot of good races this year where he scored a lot of points. You look back last week, he probably burned some people because he got caught up in that wreck early. No fault of his own. He probably would have had a great car other than that. Um, but you go back, Pocono, again, he was disqualified. But in DFS scoring, depending where you're using, DK do doesn't take into account the final. They don't take into account the disqualifications. Like when the checkered flag comes out, where everybody's at, that's it. End of the day. That's how it's always been for them. So he scored 72 points that week. Um, back in Nashville, he had 67. The Coke 600, he had 60.7. At uh, Gateway, he had 89 fantasy points. Kansas, he had 65. 81 back at uh, Dover. So he can get you massive, massive days. Toyota's going to be good. The Gibbs cars are going to be good. Him, Hamlin, Truex, they're all going to have good cars. I think they're all going to get a share of leading the race and dominating up front. So if I have to pick one, Kyle Busch is the one I'm going to pick, but I definitely am going to use the others. Not probably as much on the Truex side just because you know how we feel about that, but uh, but Hamlin for sure. But but Kyle Busch, he is going to be in my top play, and he's, he's the highest price on the board, but for good reason. He can get you huge days. He's a more reliable finisher than Denny Hamlin is. And um, so, so yeah, I really like Kyle Busch this week. Well, and then he's the fifth uh, highest in points per points per race on the slate. So, again, you're always getting good value from almost every single yeah. race. Yeah, consistency. And at a track where we're pretty sure that he's going to do very well, in fact, you got to keep an eye on that starting position because if he starts at, at the beginning, at the top of the – at the front of the pack – Top front, the spatial thing is just not my thing today. Uh, if he starts at the front of the pack, then expect him to lead his fair share amount of laps. And then in turn, fastest laps become a thing. And Kyle Busch could certainly run away with this as well, just knowing that if he starts out front, God knows that he's got an opportunity to, to really run away with it. He had 40 points in, in Richmond this last time. Not exactly what you want out of him. But again, like, you know, this His is... teammates were good, though. Yeah. He didn't necessarily have the car that day. And I think, I can't remember exactly how his race went, but I think they had issues early, maybe a pit penalty or something. I'd have to go back and look for sure. But I remember there was something that kind of kept him out of getting those quote-unquote dominator points, the hog points up front. But I think that that team and those cars are very capable of doing it. And again... If you're looking to be different and get an advantage, he burned people last week. There's a lot of people that in their mind, they just, he got negative 26 points last week. If you had him in your lineup, it sank you. Your day was over. And people can't forgive things like that. They're going to be like, he screwed me last week. Nope, he's out. And they're not going to play him. They're going to look back to Richmond. They're going to play Denny and they're going to play Truex instead because they scored more points there. So here's your chance to take a guy that should be just as good, if not better and isn't going to be as highly rostered to give you an advantage. One other note, too, you, you mentioned if he starts up front, whoever sits on the pole, I've noticed the last few weeks, has been a good play almost every week because we've seen with these cars, if you can start up front, especially if there's no competition caution, these guys are almost always leading most of the first stage. It's not a foolproof system. Obviously, if they wreck or if they finish, you know, have a problem, there's a lot of place differential points they can lose, so it can definitely can bite you. But last week with Bubba, I played him in almost every lineup. I cashed big last week in DFS because I, I, a lot of people weren't on him because 
there isn't that place differential. It doesn't offer you that. You can balance that out other places and build in place differential elsewhere. He gave you fastest laps. He gave you laps led, and he gave you a good finishing position getting second. So, yes, he still got minus one place differential point, but he scored a lot of points overall. So, again, not a foolproof system by any means. But if somebody unloads fast, they're quick at the beginning, they're going to get laps led most likely right away. And that alone with with the with people not dominating like they have in the past and leading 300 of the 400 laps type of thing, those hog points for the laps led for the fastest laps that they're going to get by being up there in the clean air at the start are very valuable in how your DFS day goes. That's all true. And again, Kyle Busch is a source for a lot of that if he gets up front, if he stays up front. And yeah, that's he's pricey. So you're going to have to get creative elsewhere, but that's why we're here to help. We're, we're helping you get creative elsewhere. Uh, but my high-priced guy is not even really a high, high-priced guy uh, because I kind of stayed away from the 10000 range for this play only because we talked about him on the betting show. Ryan Blaney did some fantastic things here in the, in the spring. He led 128 laps. All, he led everybody in the field uh, as far as laps led for the Toyota uh, owners 400. He had 73 points in that race. Uh, finished seventh. So again, the place differential points there. He lost some on that, but he, you know, had 23 of the fastest laps. He led 128 laps. Good for 73 points. Blaney's been close to a, a really good finish several times over. And this is another uh, high price guy that you can sort of differentiate yourself because I'm pretty sure a lot of folks may not be on Ryan Blaney just for the sheer fact that again, he's not necessarily giving the the most solid finishes, but those are people that aren't watching the race. Those are people that aren't paying attention to what's been going on in the race and how close Blaney has been, especially uh, at the Indy Raceway where he wrecked out and he was in the front. Was in line for an absolute solid finish there. Just got caught up in it um, in the Verizon uh, 200 at the Brickyard. Again, had to settle for a 26th place finish. Only good for two fantasy points. Minus 21 the race before that. But again, we talked about it. it. It was bad luck for him as well. But Blaney, I think to me, this is going to be a race where he's going to come out swinging because he's right there on the playoff bubble. We went in depth about this on the in the betting show about how really close he is to being second place in points, but maybe not making the the playoffs if another surprise winner comes out and actually wins a race and takes that away from him so he's got to be on it and he's only got a couple of races to make sure he solidifies his place in there so you got to figure that these guys in this shop are saying all right here we let 128 laps what are we going to do to to replicate that how can we make that happen again how can we turn in a solid finish how can we win this race this time and not finish seventh so for for what you're getting him at i mean you're only getting him at ninety nine hundred dollars which is insane considering what he did in the spring and how much time we've had since then to learn about these cars. That was in April. We're, we're now in August, right? And so they had time to, to dial in these cars to short tracks. They've had time to dial in these cars to figure out what to do. And, and for $9,900, this is an absolute steal of a high price guy, in my opinion. Value, 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 value. Big time value here. 9,900, what what are they thinking? He led all these laps in the spring. We talked about it on the betting show. Both of us are on him this week. He's led laps in 18 of 23 races. Laps led counts in these for points. I mean, 
18 of 23 races. How much more can you ask from somebody? Yes, he hasn't got the win yet. He's been getting the solid enough finishes, though. He's still second place in the regular season point standings. So we've talked about it. Now, this is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. So we're going to give you your bonus bet of the week right here. Ryan Blaney to win the poll is 12 to 1. What? He won the poll here in the spring, okay? So I, I don't understand. He's been fast. He's looked good. He's a very good qualifier. So bonus bet of the week, Ryan Blaney to win the poll, 12 to 1. It's, the again, val, there's so much value on him this week. Value to win, value to win the poll, value in DFS. Load up on Ryan Blaney this week. Let's cash some big bags. But you know you know, I definitely co-signed this. Love him this week. And we could easily see him get the poll, start up front, lead a ton of laps in this race, and be in the mix at the end, which at 9,900, it seems like a no-brainer to me. 9,900 gives you so much flexibility down the line. And really, again, a couple $300 less than then or, or even 3000 less than some of the higher price guys. Yeah, I, I'm all and, in. And it allows you to pick instead of trying to squeeze in a Kyle Busch and a Denny Hamlin, pick which one you think it's going to be or build your lineup, you know, build some lineups with Denny, build some with Kyle, and then you can kind of get a price break for your second hog guy, dominator guy, and you're not breaking the bank where you got to go with a Rick Ware car at the end of the day <laughs> and, and, you know, just hope that he doesn't, you know, wreck half the field and – cost everybody their race <laughs> you don't want to bj mcleod at the time i mean come on now yeah uh, you know <laughs> a, a place filler uh all right well we're going to give you our our second tier down not place fillers but guys that can give you the opportunity to stay away from a place filler at the end here in stage two but before we do let's tell you about when are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. Why? Because new customers like you who bet $100, you're going to get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games make them the perfect place to bet MLB+. Plus, The WinBet Casino, always open. It's 24 hours a day, and you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. You're not hearing that incorrectly. One thousand dollars you'll get a hundred percent deposit bonus so much to choose from all you got to do head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bets today offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 i know when i go shopping i like to have everything within one aisle of me i hate walking up and down aisles i hate trying to find where the bread is because i don't like grocery stores but i like to shop i like to shop for prices on the odds though that's where i like to shop and you know what odds trader has made this shopping experience so much more easier for me than i've ever imagined i used to have 15 16 tabs open as i was looking at different books and i would get lost and i would click one there'd be music coming from one and i wouldn't even know what it is i'm literally trying to turn it i look it sucked now with odds trader it doesn't suck i get all of my lines right where i want them on one browser window and not just the odds folks i get the spreads i get the money lines i get the over under numbers and wait there's more you get to research on odds trader they have the head-to-head matchups for the teams that are playing they've got their past performances against the spread they've got over under they've got all historical i mean look Honestly, I would sit here and tell you about it 
all day long, but you just got to go try it for yourself. Once you go to oddstrader.com, you are going to absolutely understand why I am so spastic about this. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Get their handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather. What else do you need? Get there now. Oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader. It's the number one site for all of your game day bets. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em, Survivor, Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. Plus, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. It's completely free to enter, and some amazing prizes are going to be announced very, very soon. So hop in now to reserve your spot. Get over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Well, Cody, to fit all of these high-priced folks in, you got to take a step down in price. And sometimes that means that you got to take a step down in value, but I'm, I'm here to say that our two plays are not a step down in value whatsoever. And the pricing here, say it again, Cody, value, value, value. value. Yeah. No, you could, and I'm going to do this. You could build lineups where you don't spend more than 9,900. Like you start with Ryan Blaney at 9,900. You can hang out in this eight, $9,000 range for a majority of your plays and then, and then go with one of the cheaper guys that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But yeah, the pricing this week is, it looks really nice. So I'm going to go here. 9,100 Kevin Harvick. Look, we talk about him almost every week and there's a reason for that. Solid, consistent, solid, consistent. You played him last week. He won you money almost undoubtedly, unless maybe if you had Kyle Bush in your lineup and you got screwed early, but 78 fantasy points last week started 16th. So again, you know, it doesn't, it, it does matter where these guys start in a way, but if you like a guy today on Wednesday when we're talking about this, don't just get completely off of him based on practice or qualifying because there's a reason that you like him, that you pick him, you point him out this early. So when a guy like that starts 16th, it doesn't concern me because where is he going to finish? Somewhere in the top 10, a few place differential points. He's going to be solid. He's going to get you the solid finishing points. We talk about it every week. He is just consistent for the most part. Now, he did have two bad races, uh, a road course and Pocono. Okay. But before that, 59, 32, 52, 34, 61. There was a minus five in there. It happens. 56. You go back a little farther. He's got a 71 back at Darlington, uh, 52 back at Talladega. So, again, just a solid play. He's going to be in the top 10 each and every week. And now he won. Okay. And we talked about what that can do for him. We talked about what that can do for that team. They're firing on all cylinders. They've got it figured out. You give a guy like that. I heard him. He's talking to, I think somebody, Dustin Long, maybe of NBC or somebody um, earlier this week. And they were talking about the pre like, what's the pressure like for, for not winning 65 races in a row and this is actually, it's crazy. He's 10th on the all-time uh, wins list. And he's had two over 50 race 
winless streaks in his career. This was the second time he'd gone over 50 races. And he goes, I had to get into a car the week after Dale Earnhardt died. I had to get into his car with his pit crew on his team and go out there and race. He said, there's nothing you can ever do to give him more pressure than that. And he's been doing that since 2001. He's been consistent. He's got all these wins, all these great runs. He can still get it done. And I am going to play him every week. There's fantasy. I should go back and look. I've definitely got fantasy places where if I'm able to play him every week, I guarantee I've played him every single week. Other than maybe uh, Super Speedway where I'm just tossing in random guys because, you know, shit can hit the fan. But otherwise, Kevin Harvick is a staple in fantasy. I'm going to play him every DFS every single week. He's going to be in at least one of my builds, no matter what, because he's got this potential that we saw last week, this very, very high ceiling, and the floor is not very low. Of course, anything can happen. If he gets caught up in a wreck, it happens. But a majority of the weeks, he gets you a good finish, and he scores you enough points. And again, he's not being priced 9100 when he could come out, he finished second in this race earlier this season. Could have probably won had they not had a late pit uh, issue. So, again, yeah, Kevin Harvick, every week we could talk about him. Uh, I could talk about him all day because he is Mr. Consistency, and that's something you're looking for in this price range in fantasy. Well, and last week he made the case for us as far as why we talk about these drivers early in the week before qualifying, before practice, before anything. I mean, not only is it to give you an opportunity to be able to listen early enough and to, and to digest this early enough to, to start making your rosters. I mean, we could give you an episode you know, hours before, after, or right after qualifying. But that doesn't do you very much good because, one, it doesn't give you the opportunity to listen at your leisure. And, two, these drivers are almost evergreen in a sense where even if they start in the back, we think they're going to be in the front. So that even makes them better for you than if they're in the front and, and whatever. And we give you plenty enough of enough plays to pivot here and there, too. So that, that to us, is why we put these out as early as we do. And, of course... These players, just like Kevin Hart with these players, these I, I've been talking football all day, guys. I'm sorry. I'm having oh, to switch. Players. They're players. <laughs> they're uh, athletes. They're, yeah, players. they are athletes. I will give them that. These drivers are are good no matter where you put them on the track, and, and they're going to give you good return for your dollar. Just like my guy, who I'm going to mention right now, and that's Bubba Wallace. He's at $8,000, and when you talk about the streak, I, I feel for this guy, man, because I know... I don't know what it's like to be in the public eye and get scrutinized like he does, but I do know what it's like to turn in a good performance and still feel like you had more and that you let people down. I mean, that's almost a universal trait. You don't have to be an athlete for that to happen. And you can feel the pain of somebody who knows that they had a shot to go out there and do something absolutely special and come up just short. And, and even though you had the most success that you had in a very long time, you still feel like you've left it out on the table. Now, what does that do for a guy like Bubba Wallace? Well, we talked about it now with Kurt Busch completely being out of the picture for a, at least a decent amount of time and maybe the rest of the season. We may not see that again. Now, 2311, we, we said this a couple of weeks ago and we're, we're, we're reiterating it again this week, where now 2311 says, all right, Bubba Wallace, let's go. All of our hopes, all of our future uh, is going to be on you to, to win some races. So, Second last week after fin or starting on the pole, fifth place uh, a couple of weeks ago in Indy, tenth at the M&M's Fan Appreciation, third at Loudon. Like, 
his fantasy points over the last few weeks, 54 last week, 53 the week before, 32, okay, 47, 48, uh, negative four at the, the road course there at Road America, not good, but 50 before that. He has turned in some absolutely solid fantasy performances. He's in a Toyota, right? So, so that means a little something on this track. And to be honest with you, at $8,000 where he's at right now, again, another absolute steal at a bargain price What's for the word, Rob? Value, 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 value. That is what this DFS uh, episode should be called. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just value, 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 man. And, and Bubba Wallace is going to get some stuff done uh, this, this race, and he's going to get in for a solid finish again. He's on a good momentum tear, and, and I like his opportunity. I like his potential. I like what he represents, and I love that he's hungry for to prove that he's a, a, a good driver. Even though he's already done it over the last four or five weeks, he still wants to prove it to you more on the track, and a guy like that is somebody that I want in my DFS lineup, especially heading into a short track situation uh, where didn't do the best uh, last or at the last time he was out. But, you know, again, that was a different Bubba Wallace that we saw because we saw Bubba Wallace at a, a rough go. He, he finished 26th in that race, started 29th. But this is a different Bubba Wallace, and, and this is a Bubba Wallace that I'm ready to pay $8,000 for to have in my DFS lineup. Yep, and, and again, that's something we talked about in the betting show too with a guy like William Byron. Things are just at a different point this year. Yes, he looked really good that day. Yes, he led a bunch of laps. He finished third, whatever. But where he's at right now is not the same place he was there. Bubba Wallace, it's the opposite in a positive way. The only driver in the last four races to finish in the top 10 in all four of those races. Even Chase Elliott hasn't done that with the streak he'd been on prior to that. So, yeah, I 100% back this. Um, a lot of value here. He scored big points the last couple of weeks. Toyota's going to be good. The four Gibbs cars, we expect them to all be great this week. And then you've got Bubba, the you know, getting again all of the attention on that 2311 team. We talked about that in the betting show as well, where if Kurt Bush was out, and now we do know he is out, that is going to shift to him. It's gonna be there for him. So uh yeah, again, I am the biggest guy on, on recency bias and how what have you done for me lately? And Bubba has delivered almost as good as anybody. You know, I would say probably second to Chase Elliott maybe, but and Kevin Harvick. because. <laughs> but again, at only $8,000, super good value here. And he's had, he's not necessarily always been the best qualifier, but he can get the finishes. You go back some of these races, starts 32nd, finishes 14th, starts 30th, finishes 12th at, at Nashville um starts you know 24th finishes 10th at kansas uh and some of those should have been better results had they not been having all those pit problems at that point in time so even if he doesn't qualify good again it's not going to scare me off of him it actually might put me on him more because it does add those place differentials in there but again if he comes out lays on the pole again yes give give it all to me like uh, so he's another one of those guys that probably no matter where he starts i'm definitely going to have some of him for sure because he, he's been delivering lately, and again, in this new car this season, we've seen these guys that have gotten on these streaks and gotten stuff figured out. They can put it together week to week to week, and you just got to keep riding those until they start to fade off of that. It's funny because when you start to piece together your strategies for anything, be it betting, be it DFS, we, we talk, we've talked a lot about our, our different strategies when we come into this, and we 
talk a lot about, well, okay, we're going to look at what they've done in the last five races. Okay, well, we're going to look at what they've done at this track over the last five races. And there's some drivers where you can you can dismiss an entire beginning of the season because they're on a hot streak now. Or there's some drivers where you can say, look, they're going to put it together this week because they've done it in the past. It, it, it's just a mixed bag of everything. And, you know, obviously sometimes we even contradict ourselves when we say, yeah, we can't look at what they've done in the past. But with a guy like Kevin Harvick last week, I was like, look, man, you have to look at what he's done in the past. Doesn't matter if he hasn't been on a hot streak. Doesn't matter if he hasn't won. This guy knows this track. So, you know, it's just, it's crazy if you if you just put together all of these different strategies and build these type of, of narratives that you want going into this. You know, you get a guy like Bubba Wallace, where you probably wouldn't have at the beginning of the season in Richmond. Nobody was on Bubba Wallace in Richmond at all. And now here we are talking about how great of a value play he was, or he is now, because you look back at what he was back then, he was $5,900. And rightfully so, because he did not produce the fantasy points needed. But now he's getting you at least, you know, three, four times, five times the value uh, that that you want out of a DFS player. So, you know. Yeah, and again, that's what we're here for, because there's not... There's no one statistic or one thing you can just land on and say for everyone. It's only what they did for me the last two weeks. That's not the case. But there is certain situations where, yes, a team or a guy has been trending up. They've been doing this. There's also situations, and in my next drive, we're going to get into this. On this style of track, the shorter, flatter tracks, a guy that's always done good no matter what car he's been in, no matter what team he's been with. This year on other shorter flat tracks, he's done good. In the past, he's done good. So that's more where we're going to use past history. Whereas with a guy like Bubba Wallace, we're not so much looking at that. He was only in one other car. We did, you know, didn't see a ton from him then, but things are different now. This different car, again, you wouldn't have picked it back at Richmond before, but now with the way things are going with him, you are picking it here. So, again, that's what we're here for is, is to help you weed through those things because there's not just one thing you can look at. There's 15 different things, and you have to pick and choose from the map which ones make sense and and can go into it. And, yes, you could probably create a narrative for anything you wanted to, but we've also given you guys and plays, like last week with Kevin Harvick, that paid off big time for you and worked out really well. And, again, obviously it's not a foolproof thing, and – you know, if it was that easy, we would just go out and win all the money every week, right? But <laughs> probably wouldn't be here talking about it. But but that's what makes it fun too, is it's is you have to go through these processes and you have to find, you know, put the right guys together and, and which guys are gonna do it and and why. And I and you know, I feel like we're pretty good at, at building the proper case for for why a guy has done it or can do it or what what relates to him being able to do it this weekend. Well, let's fill out your rosters. When we come back, we will give you our value plays of the week. I mean, value, 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 yes. But these are the value, These are the guys that are going to actually fill out your rosters uh, at the lowest cost. Let's just put it that way. So come back for stage three. We'll give you the low price drivers. But before we do that, let's talk about Sleeper. It is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. And I know that you already have a fantasy league on there. I do. Cody does. Most of the SGP. In fact, no. Damn it, all of the SGPN has leagues on Sleeper. I know we all use it for ours. And they just passed 4 million users. You're probably one of them. But now 
You can win on Sleeper by playing the new over-under game first. In any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Then you can pick the over-under if you pick correctly. You can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. And with the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing. Download Sleeper. Play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. You can join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars again go to sleeper.com slash sgp you'll get a one hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details do you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy that's right without added security you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers advertisers your isp all sorts of other prying eyes that is why i use ip vanish vpn to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet ip vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100 of your data that means your private details passwords communications browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden ip vanish makes you virtually invisible online it is literally that simple you can use ip vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed your computers tablets phones even devices like your fire stick when you're streaming media so whether i'm at home or in public i don't go online anymore without using ip vanish ip vanish is offering an incredible 70 percent off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee that's like getting nine months for free ip vanish is super easy to use all you got to do Tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. There is a part of the store that always says clearance, and it's always those those items that are severely underpriced because they're not moving off the shelf, and nine times out of ten, you sort of feel like that when you're going down the list for some of these uh, drivers for your to fill out your DFS contests, but this week, I, I don't feel quite so yucky uh, going on the clearance rack, Cody, for, for these drivers. I think I think the two that we pick offer a decent amount of value that we can uh, exploit here. So, um, yeah, hit it, hit us with your first clearance driver. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think there's some solid value down here. So, uh, Eric Almarola is who I'm going to roll with. He's 6,800. If you look at, at three of his last four weeks, minus nine points, minus 21. Then he had a 25-pointer in there, and then a minus 13. So, the recency trend part of things we're throwing out here because it's not been there. However, on short, flat tracks, which is what Richmond, it's it's not as flat as other places we've been to, but it's still a short track. It's flatter-ish. I'm going to go with flatter. Um, but he, he's been so freaking good. We've seen it every year, all the time from him. Places like New Hampshire, we played him. He scored big. Um, you know, even Martinsville types of tracks. Uh, he's just always good. I, I was looking back and uh, he finished 21st here in the spring. So again, it didn't necessarily come completely full on, but depending where he starts, finishing 21st at this cheap 
isn't necessarily even that bad of a thing. There can be enough value there to get you through the day and get you enough for where you're spending at. But um, he's finished in sixth here last in 2021. He finished here in eight, eighth in 2020. Even going back to when he was, uh, he got a fifth here in 2018. Back when he was in the 43 car for Richard Petty, he had a ninth place, a fourth place. He's been pretty solid at this track, and actually, he's never finished worse than 26th here. And that was at the his very first two races that he raced here. So, but really, I mean, his last few few races here: 21st, 14th, 6th, 8th, 16th, 23rd, 5th, 17th, 17th, 17. That's all the way back to 2016. So, again, at this price range, where you're dipping way down in the barrel here. This is a guy who's pretty consistently not done bad, at least here. He's, he's done good enough and has the potential. Stuart Haas, did they, you know, this is not the same type of track as Michigan, obviously. But are they starting to figure some stuff out over there, get things a little better? Now, this car has not run well the last few weeks, but I'm going to look past that. And again, if you want to be different, this is another place you can be different because people are going to click on that. They're going to go minus 9, minus 21, minus 13. Nope, no thanks. See you later, and they're going to jump out. But you go down a little farther, 55 points. You got some 43s, some 36, 33s in here, 41. There, there's plenty of weeks where he scored you a lot of points, and on the smaller tracks seems to be his specialty more than anything and where he is good consistently and scores you points. So I, I think he can differentiate you and give you good enough value at a cheaper price point that I like Eric Amarola this week. People forget that 10 cars on the same team as Harvick. <laughs> it tends to it tends to go overlooked, does it not? Uh, 100%. It absolutely does. So, yeah, I mean, again, it, the 10 car has been a solid car for the most part. It's not as if he's a bad driver. It's just a rough year for Eric Almarola, and you can't necessarily hold that against him given the changes that have been made to the car, given the changes that have been made to the schedule, and, and the fact that this is going to be his last uh, year in a car Pretty much, right? Maybe. I mean, that's kind of what we're... Yeah, right? <laughs> I can't, that's the plan for now. Anyways. That's the plan. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But yeah, I, I mean, look, I don't hate Eric Almarola. It's, it's, I feel like better days should be ahead for him. He's, he's not... I don't know that he's going to make the playoffs. I don't think he's going to win a race, uh, which is pretty much the only way he can do this. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just... But now he's just rolling. He's rolling around to try to, to get the last of his, his races in and, and feel good about himself as he rides off into the sunset. So... 6800 not a bad price for him. And again, like we talked about earlier, you can you can fit most of these guys in. <laughs> Even at 6800 for Eric, Eric Almarola, um, you can get that done. So I like that play, um, especially if you pair him even with my next guy. And we'll go to Colleagues Racing's own uh, number 31 car, Justin Haley. And you say to me, who? Rod, who? I, I, don't, I don't pay attention to this guy because he doesn't normally finish around the front. Yeah, you're right. But listen, uh, the last few races have been really good for Justin Haley, considering what he's doing, considering what he's driving, considering who he is. 17th place finish, eh, still. But listen, let's go back to the fantasy points. I want to read the fantasy points off before I read the finishes. 30 points, he was priced at 5,900. 23 points the week before that, he was priced at 6,200. 26 at 6,000. 28 at 5,000. 57, he was priced at 6,000. You have to go back and look he's only had two negative point days and and really 
not many of those have been under 20 points that weren't negative points. So he's gotten you at least four to five times the value on his initial investment as he's been rolling along here. And at $6,000, you're looking at guys <laughs> in the uh, Harrison Burton, Cole Custard, Noah Gragson, Ty Dillon, LaJoy, Gilliland, uh, Landon Castle, Cody Ware, <laughs> BJ McLeod, and JJ Yaley. Like, I mean, these are the guys that you're looking at in and around that area. And for Justin Haley to be in there, I, I, I would much rather take my chances on a guy like Justin Haley, who I know I'm going to at least get four to five times the value of what I'm paying for him out uh, rather than a guy who is probably going to get wrecked. Because, again, like we talked about, he's only had a couple of negative points, which means, guess what? He's finishing. And now he's starting to finish in and around the top 20. So no matter where he starts, be it in 30th place like he did uh, three weeks ago and finished 23rd, 24th at the Quaker State 400 and finished 7th, like J.J. Yaley's got some stuff going on. And I, we're going to see some great stuff out of him, uh, almost even like we did at uh, Talladega, 29th, finished third in that race, right? Or not Talladega, but the Goodyear 400. That's Charlotte, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm really drafting. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Wherever it is, I knew it was. One of those places. Yeah, but he finished third, right? Good for a 68-point day. It was priced at $5,900. We've talked about it before in these DFS shows. Kind of at this price range, you're looking for a guy that's not going to lose you points. And, and anything he gets you is going to be gravy. So if he's getting me 30, 40 points uh, on a weekly basis, uh, you know, we, don't, we haven't talked about Justin Haley very much, and, and I'm kind of surprised he flew under our radar for this long. But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and is, take him at 6000 Is he bucks. the Kevin Harvick of the $6,000 price range? He very he's well just, could he's, be. He's going he's gonna to give you a solid enough run every week. You know where he's going to be. You don't necessarily expect him to go win or be in contention. You're not expecting a top 10 or even a top 15, really, but he's going to be hanging out in the 20s. He's going to score you points. I mean, you pointed it out. I mean, he he has had more than 23 points for one, two, three, four, five, six, six races in a row and eight of the last nine races. And the one he didn't was still 17 points, which is good, you know, is fine. It's not going to lose you a day or, or, you know, cost your day. So, yeah, the, he's a guy that's he does go very under the radar. They don't talk about him much. He's never really up there battling with the big dogs, but that's not what you need from this kind of guy. You know, this is much better than dipping down into BJ McLeod, who just happens to wreck like a quarter into the race every week, or a guy like Cody Ware that's just in the middle of the pack for no freaking reason at all and doesn't know what he's doing. Like it. Yeah, I really, really, really like this play from you, Rod. Great find for Haley at, at uh, $6,000. That's massive, massive value on a guy that just consistently gives you those days. Worth noting, uh, in the spring, he started 36th, finished 29th, 25 points. He was priced at 6300 It wasn't the most fantastic of days, but that was back in April. You know, again, we talk a lot about what, what to look at. That was back in April, and now he's ripping off top 20 finishes, uh, just outside the top 20 finishes almost consistently. So he's he's improved as a driver over the season, right? He's taken that 31 car and has actually learned how to drive it and put it in to the top 20 at the end of a race. And, you know, in a race where he, he barely missed the top 20 uh, by a few spots, 
I'm going to be generous and say that he did uh, as a young driver. Then yeah, give me the give me the guy that's improved. Give me the guy that knows um, how to drive drive his car better than he did, especially at six thousand dollars. So, um, yep, absolutely, I love, I love it. All right, let's uh, recap where we got going on, so you guys can um, take your notepads out as I catch my breath. We have for our high priced high priced drivers. <laughs> uh, I could see the finish line, Cody. Only a couple episodes left to record this week, and I'm done. Uh, <laughs> for the high price driver, Cody gave you, uh, Kyle Bush at $11,400 highest priced, but really again, for good reason. Uh, I gave you Ryan Blaney at 9,900. Cody gave you Kevin Harvick at 9,100. I gave you Bubba Wallace at 8,000. And then Cody gave you Eric Almarola at 6,800. I gave you Justin Haley at $6,000. Ladies and gentlemen, good luck this week. Uh, and, and make sure you jump in that discord too, because we're going to post the, the contest link that's, uh, that we have every week. That way you can take mine and Cody's money. Well, mine, at least Cody, Cody basically takes everybody's money almost on a weekly eh, basis. Not always. Just that's true. That's a true. lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, again, yeah. A $5 contest we do every week for the discord only. So you got to be in there with us. It's not a trillion people in it. So you're not battling a bunch against a bunch of people, but it's a few of us that play it every week and have a good time and talk shit to each other throughout the race. And we look, I'm beating you now I'm beating you. We've had some pretty competitive weeks too, where you got the top three, four guys all within a couple points of each other and you're sweating it all the way down to the end. So it's a lot of fun for, for a couple dollars here and there. And, and, you know, and then you can, you know, see who we ended up playing in our lineups, uh, you know, as the week evolved and stuff. And, and you can ask questions. Why did we do that? Or, or, what was our thought process here? You know, shoot, shoot with all that on anything in the discord. We'll answer questions always in there. So it's a lot of fun. That discord is our home away from home. And yeah, especially race day. Now look, Cody and I sometimes don't get to get in there as, uh, as the race is going and full disclosure. Sometimes I watch the race later in the day because Sundays are sometimes tough with family obligations, but uh, yeah, we'll always get in there and we'll always talk, especially once the race is live and, and we're all watching together. Uh, it happens. So a lot of fun. Uh, all right, Cody, let's uh, go ahead and wrap this up and tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Yep. You can find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, find all my work there. Tons of stuff. Uh, you know, articles coming out, NFL, NASCAR, IndyCar, F1. It's all there. So you can also follow the show on Twitter at NASCAR gambling. Please do get in that discord. Follow me on Twitter at RJ via Gomez. And of course, find all of my work on the sports gambling podcast website and the sports book review as well. Breaking down CFL, a uh, little bit of NASCAR here and there, but a lot of stuff going on. Big announcement. Well, not even big announcement, just big happenings. Once more, we're going to put the F1 show on this feed because we want you all to, to just enjoy the guests that we have coming up on the F1 Gambling Podcast tomorrow. So stoked for this one. You guys should be too. Keep in touch. Keep on the Discord. And uh, keep your ears open for that guest. But until next week, everybody, enjoy the Federation Auto Parts 400. Enjoy your weekend of racing. Let's go racing and let it ride.